What's up, animation fans? Welcome to another iAnimate podcast. I'm your host, Larry Vasquez, and you're listening to episode 56. In this episode, we have Jason Keen. You may be familiar with his last name. His uncle is legendary animator Glenn Keen. Um, it was really neat to be able to talk with Jason about his career, how he got into in the industry, the movies he's worked on, as well as having such an uncle who's an icon in our industry. Uh, Jason has worked for Blue Sky for many years. He's worked on such movies as The Penis Movie, uh, Rio 2, Ice Age, Epic, and most recently, Blue Sky's Ferdinand. He's currently directing an independent film of his own. And it was really neat to be able to talk with him about uh, the background and story for this here. Um, had a lot of great insight, and so I'm sure you're going to enjoy this podcast. Check it out. Hey, Larry. Hey, Jason. How you doing? How's it going? Doing well. Good, thank you. All right. Well, first things first, I always like thanking our guests. It's, it's always a neat opportunity to kind of get to meet people from, you know, all walks of life. And I know you guys always have your own schedule and stuff. So it's always nice for you guys to kind of take an opportunity to, to sit down with us and hear for our, our interview listeners. Obviously, you've got a, a pretty unique last name um, as far as in the animation community. Um, yep. Just out of curiosity, I'm, I'm sure in many ways that's a, that's a great blessing. And in a, another way, I'm wondering if it's also a curse since you've got uh, Glenn Keane as your uncle. Where is, <laughs> is there any comparison there, you know? Um, but I'd love to hear how, um, particularly with someone like that as your uncle, it makes sense how, why you got into animation. But I'd love to hear yes. how you got into that. Yeah, so I went to, to CalArts and then, you know, you hear... A lot of people from CalArts, they have this, their story, how they, they've ha always had that dream to be an animator, you know, like as a kid, oh, I drew, you know, ever since I was a young kid or I was the best drawer in high school or, or uh, middle school. For me, I, I loved live action film. I knew my uncle and I was aware of him and we would go see his films. We'd, you know, see the premieres at like Tarzan and we'd go to like the El Capitan theater and all that <laughs> stuff. And, uh, and it was cool. I was, he was like, this is awesome. Uh, uh, it's this amazing thing. But I never thought of it as anything where, you know, felt normal, you know, kind of thing. Like, oh, he, he's, he's just a person who works like anyone else. Okay. Um, and so it was in high school where I really got into filmmaking and I was doing a lot of live action films and we, I got my first, uh, desktop computer that I can connect a, a camcorder on and everything and I can edit and it was mind-blowing and um, I got to a point where I was pretty much doing everyone's fill like school project you know any project in school we're like oh can I make a film out of it or, or anything like that and yeah sure and I you know I started doing other people's projects uh, and I wasn't even in the class or, or just <laughs> so uh, so I was really into it. College time came. I wanted to actually go to USC film school. And um, uh, so I applied, did all that stuff and didn't get in. It's definitely a really hard school to get into. Um, and at that point, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know what else to do uh, I, was kind of, I was kind of clueless I didn't have like the greatest plan some people have this crazy plan and I, I just wanted to make films I wasn't like super prepared I'd, um, that kind of stuff uh, so my next step I guess was that you know I, I had to pick a school I, I went to you know the next best uh, UC uh, what did I went to I went to UCI uh, University of California, Irvine. Irvine, yeah. Uh, yeah, mainly, and they had a film program, but it was more of like a um, kind of a, uh, what do you call, like critiquing films. It's not filmmaking, really. Um, kind of analysis it, type you know, deal. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And so that's was kind of like, what is this? I want to, you know, I want to make films. I want to be in there. I want to uh, create something. And... Um, and that's where I started thinking about my uncle going, and I know that, I don't know if this is weird or not. It was more like, oh, but this, I mean, this is honest, I guess, you know, oh, he makes, he makes films, uh, or he, he's into filmmaking and, and he's doing it through animation. All right, I'll just be an animator so I can make films and <laughs> thinking, oh, it's easy enough. I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll just animate, you know, it'll work out. 
um, I mean, I, I did draw. I, I, drew, I drew a lot. I wasn't ever the best in any of my schools or anything. Um, but uh, I remember talking to my uncle, you know, finally coming up to him and saying, ah, I think I, I want to be a, 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 an animator like you, you know, and, um, you know, because I, I want to make films and I think it'll be cool. And I remember him looking at me going, you know, Jason, it's really hard. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know what you're thinking. It's, it's, this is like a dedication, dedicated craft that you're uh -huh. going to get into. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right, no, I'll do it. <laughs> um, so, and then that's, you know, I, then I, I kind of started, uh, that was when I started my animation goal pretty much uh, uh, at that point when I, my first year in college, and, uh, and I was, you know, I, I, at that point, I'm like, I, I want to get out of UCI. I want to go to an animation school. I, I kind of knew about CalArts. Um, um, but again, I, I was kind of like, I want to do it now. And so I went to the nearest animation school and I saw that they had, there was an art institute. Um, one of those like pop-up schools are everywhere. And, and then I went there for like a semester or so and realized that that wasn't where I wanted to go. And that's where kind of the drive started building more and more. And I, and I started learning more about animation and wanting more out of where I wanted to be, school I wanted to go to and, uh, and, and kind of like the people I wanted to be around uh, to push me to a greater thing. I remember, you know, I mean, granted, any of these schools were great, and it's what brought me to a certain uh, a place in my life. But, I, you know, I remember getting, you know, I, I get really into what I'm doing. You know, I have a drawing class, and I'm, I'm drawing, going, oh, man, I, I got to focus on drawing. I really got to do this. And then, but this drawing class was, you know, one tiny section of, uh, of the Art Institute school, and... And, and then there was all this other uh, classes that I'm, you know, in my head going, ah, oh, it's such a waste of time. I want to focus more on, you know, getting better at this thing. And, um, and that's where I discovered CalArts. And, and, uh, and then, of course, that's a hard school to get into. Right. I, I built a portfolio and you know, I, that, that's where I started getting really self-aware of my abilities and going, am I good enough? Am I that good? And uh, that was hard. That was like a struggle. I, you know, looking at my portfolio, and this is not good enough. You know, uh, uh, crying probably. I cried probably <laughs> many times. And I was going, this sucks. Ah. But um, do you know Ted T? I feel like uh, Ted T was a teacher at Keller's. I didn't. Mention okay, that's that. what I was. I was wondering because yeah. yeah, he he's been one of our instructors since we opened the doors. Uh, I had yeah, him as, yeah. I had him as an instructor as well. Awesome. I yeah, he was my fourth year teacher at Cal. Awesome. Uh, yeah, he's fantastic. He was awesome. He was he was great. Um, he he was he pushed me to a point that uh, that I needed actually. It wasn't feeling that great at the time, but uh, <laughs> but he really did push me on that that uh, animation level. Ted, you know, he approached. Uh, animation in a way that kind of was needed at CalArts because there was a lot of, uh, like, say my uncle's approach is very like, you just feel this, feel that, feel whatever. And, you know, you just put in, you know, it's, it's all about the, you know, and then when you sit there, you go like, well, all right, my feelings <laughs> aren't translating here. <laughs> and so, I'm not feeling it coach <laughs> yeah uh, i'm feeling it but it just doesn't look like it um uh, so ted brought a um you know he brought in, or some real like instruction real exercises and and tools to use um that you can translate your feeling into gotcha um, so that was good cool um, very cool yeah oh going back to your the the other question though of like the name Keen and what does that mean um, and, and how hard it was uh, or how good, was it good or bad, you know, in, in the like coming, you know, uh, 
into this industry. Yeah. An animator in the industry. Yeah. So again, so I wasn't aware of how big Glenn was and, and it was in our art Institute that I started discover. And <laughs> um, I, so to preface this, it would be like, I, I would say wasn't a good thing <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> now I love it. I, I don't mind it. I, I don't care because of, you know, I, I, I'm a lot more self-assured of myself and, right. and confident, a little bit confident and just as your abilities grow and kind of like aware that I don't need to be Glenn or anything like that. But, um, but in the beginning it was, I remember I had a teacher that graduated from CalArts and he showed us uh, a producer show um, video, a, a video of one of these producer shows, which is kind of like their showcase, the CalArts showcase of their top films. Um, and then my, my my uncle was was in the intro of it, and uh, and I was like, yeah, I, I popped up and went, hey, hey, that's my uncle, <laughs> you know, like, wow, what is he doing here? That's weird. And the teacher all of a sudden was just like, wow you know like stammering and and then it's just kind of awkward it was weird and then uh and then I started getting more people coming to me and and granted I I, I don't mind it at all now back then I just didn't understand and uh -huh. again, I was self-conscious and like conscious uh like kind of uh insecure about like having people like oh is he as good as Glenn that right kind of thing yeah so and so I was getting, I felt like I was getting that. I, I don't know. I'm sure it was just uh, kind of Glenn Keen fans. Um, <laughs> that I'm just, you know, I'm like, I got I to gotta get good. <laughs> but, uh, so it was, it was interesting to finally discover. And then this in turn actually turned me into, I, I'm probably the biggest Glenn Keen fan out there myself. <laughs> I really respect him, obviously. And, uh, but really he is my main inspiration. Gotcha. Really is, but well, I'm also wondering, you know, it kind of goes back to what you even said that Glenn had mentioned this. And I think this is the part that people fail to realize is that this is a craft that you're having to hone. It's not something that, you know, uh, it's not part of your DNA, you know, so just because you have the last name Keen, it doesn't mean it's necessarily, Hey, you're just going to be a great animator. You, this is part of a craft, but it is interesting though, yeah. because, um, you know, would it be your, how is it, how would that work? Uh, the uh, starter of the family circle would that be? Oh, uh, family circus. Yes, that's family my circus. grandfather. Your grandfather. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, Bill Keen. Yes. Yeah. So I picture he had kind of the same kind of thing, Glenn, right? Growing up and and uh, I don't know with a semi-famous father himself, or you know, I used to think about that a lot. Again, starting up. Um, I think about it a lot less now, and I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but the, the fact that, like, oh, do I have to strive to be, you know, as great as, I, I would want to, but I really like to focus on more w what I'm doing, and if that's good, and, and that kind of stuff, and not try to compare myself right. with uh, others too much. It's great to look up to and and um strive i guess and or be inspired by but it's you know it's also i th i feel like if there's examples of maybe like well, i don't want to say but uh but yeah like you can easily go i'm i'm not good enough i'm never going to be good enough and that might always you know that might be true and then you'll never be happy uh, right so, right yeah. i like what you said there to be inspired by but not necessarily compared with you know that, that's a yeah. nicer contrast there because you're it'd be your cousin then uh claire keen yeah claire Who, claire's who's my also cousin. an artist uh as well right yeah she worked at uh disney for a good amount of time and she left herself uh probably around four years ago or or I, I, time's flying i don't know it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a good amount of time um but yeah she she worked on a good amount of films and um uh, and I think she got kind of that independent itch herself and um, now she's illustrating for books and, mm. and various other projects. Right. Uh, I think so it's just neat to see you coming from kind of that family talent, I guess there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, we're all, yeah, I, it's, it's kind of interesting uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I, again, is it, is it the blood? Is it, or it's just the kind of awareness of, right. Oh, there's people in my family can do it. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I can just do it. You know, <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Like, uh, and it, it could even just be the idea that you think that you can do it. Like, so that's, that might've been another kind of, um, beneficial idea that maybe goes along with, Oh, I share the last name is, if I did, and not saying I, I do or no, but like probably it does, it has when I was young, go, it would go through my head. I do have this ability. I, I do. And you, you push yourself further because you think you can uh, get there. Gotcha. But of course, I haven't gotten there. <laughs> <laughs> course, no, I've seen your real. I've seen your real. That's, it's very good. Um, so, let me ask you this then, because if film was more your primary focus and animation kind of being uh, at least initially um, that yeah. means to that end, what was it that kept you striving and driving to become a better animator during your time at Cal Arts and, and even continuing there before now you've kind of jumped uh, from Blue Sky to your own independent, uh, directing your own independent film, which we want to talk about. But just, yeah. again, like you said, animation's not easy. It's difficult. And so what yeah. was it that was driving you during that time to, to continue to learn this and hone it? I think it was, uh, it, it, it's like with anything, you know, it, there's just so much to animation uh, as being an art form, as there is to film and that you, you can get sucked in. You can get sucked in onto any, all these little aspects. And of course, animation being as complex as it is, um, it, it becomes this challenge and, and you, you, in order to do it, you have to love it, I feel like. And so you fall in love and that's what keeps you going, you know, and, and you, you, get these little achievements here and there and you go, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And it keeps pushing you. And, uh, maybe that's what defines art and, and, and craft, a craft, you know, like mm. that, that kind of step-by-step -step building upon abilities and, and, uh, reaching certain achievements that, you, and, and then there's always more that you kind of want to achieve, uh, is kind of the thing. I mean, in Cal arts, I, it was, I could have easily gone, oh, I just want a life draw now. Cause you know, it's the same thing, even on just drawing and right. you're like, I'm not good. I, I gotta get better. And there were times where I was just like, I'm spending a month. I'm, I'm not even touching it. I'm just <laughs> drawing. I'm, I gotta get better at this or else. And it's true. It's like, yeah. I mean, in order to animate, you don't necessarily have to draw, obviously it's um, more so with CG. Um, but, uh, but you know, uh, for traditional animation, obviously it, it's just, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, when was it that it clicked for you that that was, cause you mentioned at Cal Arts, you could have gone into different directions. What, what was it or when was it that it clicked for you that, okay, animation is what I'm gonna do? Um, I think it, it was from the start. I think the, um, because I, I before Cal Arts, you know, going to an, uh, the Art Institute, and I, I thought about it a lot, and um, and started drawing, and started researching, and looking at clips, and looking at things I love, and um, that it was always more I want to be an animator. And, okay, you know, again, Cal Arts. Um, actually, most people don't end up being animators at Cal Arts. Uh, a lot of a lot of the, uh, these other non-specified, -speci you know, specific schools are on a more broader spectrum. So, uh -huh. like for CalArts at the time, more people were doing story and um, or or design. I think it was story and design was the big one. Computer animation was zero at that time, mm. and um, they had a class, but it was really uh, not really a class. But uh, um, and and. It's funny, everyone in Keller starts saying, I want to be in uh, a traditional animator, or I want to be an animator. <laughs> and then it's, it drops down. It, by 
by year four or three or whatever, it's like there's only a handful or a couple of us left. And, and then at that time, it wasn't beneficial to be a traditional animator <laughs> in general. So, uh, so I had to learn CG after that. <laughs> when did you learn? So you learned CG after CalArts? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, again, I, I'm, I guess I'm dumb. <laughs> I, <don't know>. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't have a good, uh, I think I'm now very good at foresight. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. At that time, I was very much like, you know, I really respect my uncle. I, 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 my uncle. I feel like my uncle and my grandfather had this very, and they're lucky to have this, where they just kind of like went with it and, and it worked out and it was good for them. Um, and, and I tried to hold on to that. And, and in a way it was a good thing because you kind of blindly just work on this craft that you know has no job almost in the end. They, they were just finishing um, uh, Princess and the Frog at, huh. at that time. So there was like a glint of, oh, you know, they're starting 2D again. but when I graduated, it was, it was done. They, they got rid of the Disney talent program for hand drawn. Uh -huh. And, um, when did you, how did you learn CG then? Oh yeah. So sorry. I'm such a, I'm going all over. No, no, it's okay. um, <laughs> oh yeah. So graduating, obviously I'm like, like I said before, you know, you, you, you get these building blocks. My fourth year, I, I things were just like, can clicking I, I was like i can i can animate anything if i wanted to i felt like i don't know or i can i want to try to animate more you know i'm i'm hitting the level that i'm like i haven't seen before and then and then walt nothing you know i what am i supposed to work on uh um there's no 2d jobs and i, I did uh -huh. I, I took some freelance job I took a random you know, type of Craigslist type freelance, what everyone does at that time, I guess. It was doing a music video. And then I worked at uh, Creative Capers for a little bit. Uh, they, they're kind of like the, the, they're two guys who were big Bluth animators. And oh, okay. They, that was a very interesting experience. They do <laughs> a lot, of, they work with a lot of these, the, the older 2D animators that are kind of drifting around since they you know they ended 2d uh, and they do projects for disney uh, like little projects where they need some animation for their cruises or these kind of things but uh, um so uh but it was like it wasn't lasting you know you just do that for a second and uh, and then you have no job or whatever mm. um and I, I was thinking about doing a film uh, or, or whatever but then uh then i was then you know I had to obviously make some money. <laughs> and, um, I would have loved to do traditional animation. Um, so it, it, it came to the point where I, I need to learn CG. And um, again, I'm taking a long time to answer this question. <laughs> but um, so I, I learned uh, to learn CG. I, Keller started picking up on this. They started getting... Um, better teachers. So I, I, I went in and sat in uh, on the class of calories. So they let me. Uh, do you know Morgan Kelly? He, uh, he worked at DreamWorks for a good amount of time. He was at DreamWorks at the time. Um, yeah, not familiar. Okay. Um, yeah, so Morgan Kelly was my teacher. And I, I just took one class, actually. I, I, I learned, I didn't know anything about CG. I just find all these like kind of, uh, oh, how does uh, videos on CG animation. I just popped those up and um, started learning the program. That was the biggest hurdle. That was I hated uh, looking at these little menus and finding your way. Uh, <laughs> what was the first program you worked with? It was Maya. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, my it, actually it was this other program. It's not. It would take too long to even explain. No, not worth mentioning. But, uh, but yeah, but it was mainly Maya and. Um, um, but yeah, the, the class helped it. Uh, so I, I kind of did, uh, from there, I I, uh, I did a couple tests. I did a test within the class, and then I did a dialogue test, and then I had my 2D animation. And, um, and at a certain point, I'm like, you know, this is 
probably not a good, great reel compared to all the other CG reels that are out there, obviously, because there's, there's uh, schools dedicated to CG animation, but, um, but I just started throwing a reel together and tossing that out. Um, yeah. uh, so you get picked up right away? Or? Yes, actually I did. Uh, and it was, it, it was, um, so it was a year, uh, I was kind of like not working for a year, just, you know, doing freelance for a year after CalArts. And, um, but for my real, again, I didn't understand what the process was to uh, apply for anything. So I just went, you know, down to like Sony and with my CD, ROM, whatever. And then, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm dropping off a reel or something. And they're like, uh, I don't know if you're allowed to go here. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the list of something. And they're like, all right, we'll go in the gate. And then <laughs> I, I'm just going, hey, where's this? Where's the CG department? Where's the CG department or whatever the animation department? They're like that way. <laughs> and there, I, I just, uh, I, I found it, and I'm like, hey, I have a reel. And they're like, okay. And then. Uh, so I did that with, um, I think I did with DreamWorks and uh, Sony and, and, and it's hard, you know, or, and then uh, Rhythm and Hughes. I did it well also with Rhythm and Hughes. Okay. I had a teacher from there. So I knew about Rhythm and Hughes and, uh, and pretty much right away I heard from, back from them and, mm. and they had a talent development kind of program uh, that they were doing. And, and I was just like, whoa, all right. And it, it was it worked out. They were so no one was accepting reels at the time, and that's a, that's it's a hard thing, right? Like in the beginning, you have to also you have to know when people are hiring and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but uh, Rhythm and Hughes actually just stopped looking at reels, and when I got to their front desk, they they saw it and they're like, I think I'll be able to put this last one in. And, and they did. And it was the last reel that they saw and, wow. and they liked it. And again, is it my name? I don't know, but hopefully it was my ability. Um, I had, you know, they really respected 2d animation because um, they had this anim director that they have, who was an old 2d animator. God, his name. He wasn't well liked, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's I mean, not a name you're dropping, huh? <laughs> they, they respected uh, 2D animation, so they respected my reel a lot because of the 2D animation. Okay, and um, so I just I went with them. I you know I I was like cool. Uh, yeah, I mean I I still have a ton to learn in CG animation uh, in itself, and. And again, it was, it was the same thing from there, you know, from 2D animation with, with anything, it becomes an art form, it becomes this thing that you like get obsessed about and you, you start loving you finding things that you want to strive for, right. all that stuff. And, and, um, and then now it's like putting the 2D stuff with the CG is that, you know, that was a hard meld um, in itself, like just to, how do you apply this to that, that, that? And, um, I think I really hit a stride with that in Blue Sky, but, uh, but yeah. So how, so how much time did you spend at Rhythm and Hughes then? Rhythm and Hughes was um, about years or four, four or three years. Okay. Think, uh, okay. Around there, three and a half years. Uh, we started on Hop. It was great. You know, I, I learned a lot. Rhythm Hughes. You know, here's another thing. I, I uh, is it okay if I go off these weird tangents? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> the uh, it's very interesting. Um, this concept where going to a place that's too established sometimes I I think, and I don't know if this theory is right because it will take a lifetime and a lot of conversations, but. Um, Sometimes it, it could be worse to go to a well-established place that you really have to work your way up to get bigger and better and more and more challenges in animation. Okay. You know, you can get pigeon held doing something so small and you'll, 
never get the opportunity or you will get the opportunity. Hopefully you will, but it's really hard to do that. And I saw this at blue sky a little bit and I, and I've heard stories from other friends at, um, Disney is an exception because Disney was, uh, we'll talk about that later, but Pixar for sure. You know, people wanted to do more and they, um, and they, you know, it's hard to get the shot, the opportunity. There's so many people, great animators that already are established and they, they just hand them up to them. Um, so anyways, the point what I'm saying is Blue Sky being smaller and a uh, lot more greener talent because a lot of people leave Blue Sky to move on or, or uh, leave Rhythm and Hughes to move on or whatever, that you're given a lot of opportunity to do challenges, challenging shots. Gotcha. And so those awesome experience. I, I, you know, I, um, whether I was ready to do a lot of these shots, which I wasn't, but, um, it definitely was like, wow, like there's so much I need to learn and, and all this stuff. And, and, uh, and it, it was great. So worked on hop, then worked on, uh, Alvin and the chipmunks three uh-huh. chip threat. And, okay. <laughs> and, you worked uh, on that one with uh, Daniel Klug, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he was yeah, one Klug of my was, uh, classmates here at iAnimate. You know, funny. <laughs> because as you were talking to him, I was sitting next to Daniel Klug because we were uh, roommates. Oh, no and way. I remember when he was uh, doing iAnimate. Yeah, yeah. Years. Yeah, yep. he was one of my classmates. I've had him on a podcast years back. Uh Goodness, it was him, Roscoe Stavanovich, and Joey Brown. Uh, those are three of our guys that were uh, working at Disney at the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's too funny. Okay, very yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, did you find that there were people there at Rhythm and Hughes that were you, you could kind of latch on to to learn some of this stuff? People who were willing, who had been maybe been there longer, and you can, hey, I need some help here, you know? Oh, Yeah. Um, well, one, it was the people around you, obviously that's like everyone's thing, but that's, it's so true that it's, so there's like Rhiannon, uh, I'm not saying her last name, Delanoi, I think her last name is Delanoi, Rhiannon, she's awesome, I think she's still at Disney, um, and then Klug, Klug was our, uh, our office mate, and we had this guy Leon, and then, uh, and Girl Lisa Allen, who uh, is now my wife. So, you know, <laughs> That's funny. There. So you met her there at Rhythm uh, Hughes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah. And, I mean, and then we kind of split off. Uh, we actually had boyfriend and girlfriends at the time. Uh, so, but we, we became really good friends at Rhythm Hughes. And then we met back at uh, Blue Sky. Okay. But going back to the, the question. But, yeah, there was... I mean, th- there was a ton of talent, actually. There is some, like, really talented people that um, it-, it was amazing. And I feel like they could have gone anywhere. Rhythm Hughes was a really cool studio, and I can see why people loved it in, in uh. terms of-, of of the work environment. I mean, the films, obviously, everyone wanted Rhythm Hughes to do their own films and not be reliant on uh um you know where the, it's like this weird service work party. Yeah. there's this anim, animation director from the studio who comes in you have to go through all these hoops to get some notes and, and a lot of the loss of communication so the environment there is it's very family it's amazing uh, uh and you know and they treat people so well it, it was a, it was a great family a lot of people i, I see why people want to be there and they had some really good talent there that you can look up to, you can talk to. Everyone's so open and, and honest and uh, helpful. It, it, was, it was really amazing. Um, but again, it, it's always the people around you that where, you know, you're in the trenches and, and you have a problem and there's, you know, you, you wouldn't ask anyone unless, you you know, it's, it's when you go, oh, gosh, and that person actually goes, what? <laughs> work out the problems with with them and those are like the magic moments <laughs> now how far so was blue sky the next uh studio you worked at after rhythm and hughes yeah uh, okay yep so uh 
finished uh, with Rhythm and Hughes, um, it, it got to a point where I was wanting to do a bit more in terms of, uh, I did not like um, effects animation. Okay. Which they, they were doing. And so like the only effects animation I, I, I had to do, so after Alvin the Chipmunks, I, I went to Malaysia actually. And then, okay. Uh, and I did some teaching there uh, for their satellite studio. Um, and this was, I can, there can be a whole podcast about uh, what's happening to the effects industry and all this low balling and all this stuff. And, and I mean, that's what was happening with Rhythm Hughes. But um, anyways, did that. That was awesome. Uh, came back and, and worked on RAPD and, uh, and that, that was Oh, Mr. Popper's Penguins too, but okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Uh, I did not like it. It wasn't fun to me. It was noodling for days and days and days. You know, just small, minute, tiny things that. Uh, uh, granted, it that some people are great at it. Some people love it, and that's their form of art that they've hold held on and cherished. But uh, it wasn't mine. So I, I was like, all right, I'm gonna figure out what to do next. Um, and so I started applying to all the other studios. I was talking with DreamWorks for a good amount of time. Uh, and I was talking, Disney were, was not hiring at the time, I think. Okay, so what'd you do, how'd you do to get into Blue Sky then? Okay, so, okay, yeah, Blue Sky, I just applied. I had um, uh, one of the recruiters at Disney moved over to Blue Sky. Uh-huh. So I just talked to her. I was good friends with her. I talked to her since the beginning going, I'm going to get in, I'm going to get in. You know, she's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Um, but, uh, but she's been at, she was, has been asking me actually to, uh, while I was at Rhythm to go to head over to Blue Sky. And, um, and a few people did at uh, Rhythm. He's at the time. I, I had the chance to go to Malaysia and I was just like, I wanted to go. So anyways, I, I got in. Uh, um, she got me into Blue Sky. And uh, and then that's, and Lisa too. And we started as junior animators, which okay. um, which I felt like I would, could have been more than a junior animator at the time. That's all they really had, I think, uh, positions for. But um, So you kind of took what you could get there because it was an opening? It was an opening. I, I Again, you know, I don't know, maybe it might have not been the smartest thing or whatnot. But actually, it was the greatest thing because, not the greatest thing, but Rhythm and Hughes went bankrupt uh, pretty much a couple or a month and a half after I left. Oh, goodness. So I was okay. looking for a job. Yeah. Yeah. It- so it was, uh, I didn't, it was crazy. It was, um, it, it was, we knew something that was up, obviously. They were making more and more satellite studios and uh, stopped Bagel Wednesdays, this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But uh, yeah, I didn't think that would have happened. That, that was pretty crazy. And I, I remember hearing the stories of uh, some of the guys that stayed uh, when, you know, because, you know, some of us went over to Blue Sky, other people were staying. And, um, but yeah, uh, that was. Really sad. It's sad for all those guys. I mean, they all found their niches and places, but uh, that sucks. So what was your first project there at Blue Sky? Blue Sky, we start on Epic. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. That Epic, was a fun uh, one. Uh, that was fun. That was interesting. Uh, we started, we were at the very tail end. So um, it was really like figure, figure things out kind of uh, situation and, um, and just kind of get what you can get. A lot of, and, um, but uh, it was, it was a great opportunity. It was fun. It, it was a big, is it good that I'm more honest with what, <laughs> how I feel? I don't like talking negatively, you know, it's not negative, but it, it's, uh, it's honest. And it's something we actually fought like, so it's the idea of, of them having a junior animator position and, and we fought in within blue sky and it, it was respected and it, it brought me and Lisa like kind of shot us up. And so it is a lesson to be learned, I think for people 
coming into a studio wide-eyed and uh, thinking, you know, I'll, I, I'll do anything for you. And, you know, there is a sense of, uh, there's more you can do some, you know, to, to open up more opportunities for gotcha. yourself with anything. Um, even like with Klug and knowing that Rhythm and Hughes was a stepping stone and that he took Rhythm and Hughes as more maybe a job uh, and then, but focused and had a goal in mind to, if, if Rhythm and Hughes didn't provide what his goal was, then he would need to go somewhere else. And, and that's a good mindset to have, I think, in this, in, in the industry, especially nowadays where you never know what's going to happen. And, and it's good to have this bigger goal i think that that you're not you won't be so crushed if something happens and it's definitely not your fault or any or anyone's fault i think that it's it's more and then you take that as hey that's an opportunity to to go for that bigger goal in mind gotcha but, um so now but to have junior animate so just so i'm following you here they you were saying that to get rid of junior animators, the position and just have what animators, um, animators. Yeah. Okay. So again, my, my ulterior motives and goals wasn't, it's never like, I, I want to go to a certain studio and that's my dream. And yay, I'm a, a, this, you know, company person for life. Um, I, want to get better animation and so junior animation junior animators you're you're getting cycles at this point and you're, you're you know all of a sudden i was getting things that really challenged me to it was uh yeah it's going back to the basics almost and you do your best you can and obviously always do the best and no one wants that nagging guy who's like i'm, be I'm better than this uh Obviously, never say that to your to your uppers and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> but you you know you show you show what you can do with what you got at that point, and that's what we did. Um, so you yeah. so you jumped in on Epic. What was your next film after that one? Um, so Epic, then it was a Rio two. That was cool. So we're we're getting bigger bigger shots. I feel like me and Lisa were working at this together. Um, this is when we started, kind of started dating, I think at this point, but we were, you know, the mindset was let's, let's, let's do the best work we can do with what we got. And, and we did, and, and we were also slightly vocal, um, which is, I do think is an important thing in terms of saying, I, I challenge, uh, challenge me, you know, uh, what can I do to do get better work? What can I do to do more? Is there something that you, that I'm missing that you need that kind of stuff? That's, that's a good, okay. Can I pivot on that one real quick? Cause that's interesting yes. because it's one of those ones that you want to make sure how do you, I guess asking something like that or vocalizing yourself in a way yeah. that doesn't come across as critical, but like you mentioned, they're kind of wanting to grow. Did you find that to be yes. difficult or? No, that's, um, I think that's when things changed much better. It, okay. The, the, uh, being more vocal about your goals and wants and, and their wants out of you um, is a huge thing. And you start to realize they don't know either. And they're dealing with, they as in like the supervisors and the production and the people kind of looking after you, you and and within the industry, you know, obviously you're, you're wanting to do better and get better shots and and do more and uh, and make sure people notice that you're doing that as well. And okay. I know a lot of people have a hard time feeling confident about the work and or or selling themselves, which is was a big thing I had right. to learn. Okay. And that's a huge thing. And um and and you have to kind of sell yourself. And there were there were some good mentors within Blue Sky that you, you started to learn that from. You learn to just make sure that you know how to stand out in a crowd, especially if you feel like 
you hit something and you kind of want to, you want to see, you're proud of something you did and you like, you know, I don't want this to be buried in that, you know, your shot collection that just all of a sudden it's like a year later and like, Oh man, what happened? You know, you, you want to like showcase the work you've done. Right. Uh, especially the ones that you're proud of. So, and um, so you learn to, to be a little more um, uh, sell yourself. Okay. And give you the opportunity that you deserve. That's very cool. You know? And uh, you yeah. felt like you got to do that more so on obviously as you're growing in there, but Rio two. Rio two. Yeah. I forget. There was a turning point at some point. I forgot when, but, um, but it, it, it started, I started getting better shots. Both me, me and Lisa. Oopsies. Series talking to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. We started getting uh, better shots and, but then you start to understand that you, you, these are opportunities. They're handing you an opportunity and it's almost, it is a test and it's not great to think about that and have that added pressure. Cause you just want to, it really should be, I want to kill every shot that I do, you know, uh -huh. I want to best I can, but uh, that also can go bad and good. You know, blue sky is a little more faster of a studio for faster turnout. Like you need to, get your shot done. So speed is accounted as well. You can't be the slowest guy. You can be great, and, but if you're too slow, it doesn't look good. What was the quota there per week? Ooh, I don't, um, I don't know the specifics, but okay. I, I know it, it was, uh, I think it was that people said it was fast. It felt faster than rhythm and muse, actually. Okay. So interesting. Uh, I, I I didn't have anything to compare, uh, just except for other people saying that it was uh, kind of a faster. But you remember, like, if there's certain amount of seconds per week, you had to get. No, they don't have that kind of uh, um, hard hard cutoff. Okay. Uh, I know they used to. I think they they used to have you used to have a counter a timer on your shot, and then <laughs> when it goes down, it goes in the red. It's like wow, pulsating. You're in the negative. <laughs> and they got rid of it because a lot of people complain and a lot of people laugh. stressing out, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, they didn't have it, and they they're really good. I don't know if this is a good thing or not, but they're really good at. Uh, I like blunt. I like to know. I like people being hard on me and just if, if I'm doing something wrong, just tell me that and don't, don't beat around the bush. Yeah. Hurts. Yeah. And, and because I also think it, it, that it's harmful when someone that doesn't know that they're doing something wrong and right, hurting right. them and they're just oblivious of it and that's wrong. Uh, but, but anyways, blue sky is, is in a good way, really nice at like not putting so much added pressure. And if, you get a shot late, it's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And it is okay. And you, you, you won't get fired or anything. But if you also want to try to stand out, those, there, those are the things you start figuring out how to, how to again, get better shots, how to get things that will make you better animator in the future. Gotcha. And, and then, so, um, you know, they would give you, they would you would notice it would be like oh this is a much better shot than i usually get kind of thing and and that's when you kind of like go all right all right i'm gonna do this it's so good i'm gonna try <laughs> and um and yeah and we did uh you know lisa and i got out of junior animator position then became character leads on peanuts and that was awesome we got on a little bit earlier doing a little bit of pre-production and uh and peanuts was a great opportunity where i started doing all my shots i was doing 2d passes first oh very peanuts cool really lent lent to it and uh and and then i started doing 2d passes with everything and it uh not necessarily needed some things obviously you don't need when it's an acting shot and it's, it's short but um blue skies again is an, another great opportunity of a studio where there's a lot of freedom given to animators take disney you know they work on their blend shapes they 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 have the designers work those blend shapes out where you just dial in and that's 
you know, that person's smile. That's that drawing, the key drawing. That's beautiful. And we want you to hit it. I don't know how much you can work with it, but it sounds like you work a little bit within it. Loose guy, it's a little more chaotic. And again, with a tight schedule. I was going to say the schedule has to do with that, huh? It, it is. It's mainly a schedule. And yeah, we're constantly working and, um, and they're constantly moving the schedule along. It's a great thing as an animator, as a film in general, if there's a story problem, right. usually you have to stop production. If you stop production, it's a lot of money wasted. It's, you right. know, anima- you've got to pay all the animators. So uh, let me, let's go back to um, Peanuts then, because that's where you mentioned that you were able to be kind of a, a character lead and such. How did you find your uh, way and voice, so to speak, going from uh, Epic to Rio 2 as junior animators to Peanuts where you're helping in pre-production and character leads in that? I would say because I, I just, I, I got that itch to want to get better shots and do more and provide more. Um, I'll talk, I could talk about this later too. The, you know, again, like going back to what I was achieving in my drawings and, and all that stuff. And I was not applying that at all at the time. And, and, and it's crazy to think because, you know, you go Epic 2, Epic or Epic Rio 2, that's like a, almost two years right there or something, you know? That's like, it's a long time. Uh, and um, I, I just felt like I had a, something more to show or say. So I, I wanted to do that and I wanted to uh, help out at least in, in, as a team. And, so just being a little more proactive then, huh? Yeah. And, okay. and you see, you, you want to make better movies too. And you're like, well, that was a big thing. And that, that's a great thing about like, if you have that filmmaking awareness kind of thing, like, how can we make this better? What's, what can be better? And, and, and talking with your, the supervisors and getting to know what, what's going on and all, all that stuff, being curious with that. Gotcha. Shows us, you know. Investment into the company and such. Yeah. It shows kind of a, a yeah, a desire to make the team better the animation team better and, and they, they like that gotcha. i think anyone would like that obviously yeah so what was um from peanuts to uh ice age five and then ferdinand was was that still very much the same type of roles that you had in regards to uh, pre-production and character leads no so after peanuts <coughs> um i was going on pre-pre-production like the very beginnings of of this film, it was Anubis, and, uh, but it, it got canned. So it was like having to talk to the right people and say, hey, I really wanna you know, work on Anubis and, and, and knowing that the ultimate goal was to be more involved in the beginnings of the film and see if there's anything that can, I, I can contribute um, to, uh, to the very beginning and and this is probably the filmmaker side of me from before right right uh, i also interested in i mean you could make the most glorious scene and every other thing and, and it, it won't do anything to the story and, and if the story is not great yeah I, I respect pixar's mantra story is king and all that yeah. stuff uh, so i you know it takes effort time uh, to figure out how what what what's how can i how can i uh get to the anubis pre-production and all that kind of stuff because one of the things that's interesting i gotta tell you that i think i like ferdinand for example yeah i was at church one day and i talked to three different families right none of them went to this none of them went to the shows with each other these are three different families that all went separately all went and saw Ferdinand and all loved it. Yeah. And so it was one of those things I go, you know, and, and kind of going back to what you're talking about in regards to story and stuff like that, you go, I, the general public is looking for things that are different. Maybe even us as artists might be looking at, you know? And so, uh, I don't know. It's always one of those things that's kind of difficult to see, to, to know what you feel like, okay, this is, this is great. You know, this is good. This is going to be, you know, whether it be a hit or whatever. Uh, it's always one of those things that's, I guess, kind of tough to go. 
I, when I saw the trailers for Ferdinand, I was just like, I don't know. Like I said, when I talked to three different families and not just the kids, but the parents going, no, I really liked it. I was like, it took me, it took me my surprise because they know I'm in this industry. And so they yes. were like, tell me about it. And I'm like, were, were there uh, one family, the kids, the parents were going to take and go see Star Wars and the kids would rather go see Ferdinand. That's so I'm going, awesome. uh, so I'm going, what was it that I missed? Cause like I said, I just looked at the trailer and I was just going, ah, I don't know this. Yeah. I, I was familiar with the story, but it just seemed like, you know, here's a good short a story, but then like a lot of filler. Yeah. I really like Ferdinand. Um, it came a long way. Blue Sky got two new heads of the department. But that's why they canned Anubis. Um, okay. They went in and looked at everything that was there. And they're like, let's push this, push this, get rid of this. And um, and one of the things, because Ferdinand was already halfway Too far involved. In. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, but they did a huge story overhaul in the middle and put in some that dark moments and, and really interjected heart. And so that blue sky is going in the best direction ever. It, I think because they're working on Nimona uh, and and uh, this other spy movie, but they're they're thinking less commercial, thinking more film and heart. And cool. Okay. That's awesome. Okay, so after Ferdinand here, you you left Blue Sky, and I was looking at your bio here, and you mentioned that on your bio that you're currently directing an independent film. Yeah. So. Uh, Again, you know, I, I want to do film and, you know, I, I'm going along this rabbit hole of logic of I want to contribute to movies. So I thought, all right, well, let me see if I can do that. Let me see if I can make a short film and, uh, and produce something that can speak to people, all that stuff that I, I would want to do and I, you know, that... Uh, uh, um, but another, I mean, one of the other reasons was I had a personal thing that happened to me with my family and this was probably the main kind of push that kind of got me to the point where I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this. Um, but it, it was kind of a serious thing. So the short film is a little more on a serious note, okay. um, more, more of an intense kind of thing. It's not cartoony animation kind of stuff but it dealt with an experience with my mom and um i'll talk a little bit about it but the the uh it was during that time between uh um after peanuts i guess my my mom kind of went had a breakdown and, and went missing and then I, it was a huge two-week thing of trying to uh find her um i'm in Connecticut now, but we're from LA, so I moved back to LA, and uh, and we did uh, finally jumping through a ton of hoops, and and it, you know came back, and I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was still wasn't aware of this short idea that I wanted to do. I wasn't thinking I was gonna quit Blue Sky at all or anything like that, um, but. Uh, but I probably it's an event that kind of puts you kind of that perspective type event that goes, you know, there's, you know, you can get sucked into this bubble in your world. Right. And there's a bigger bubble out there. And, uh, and this isn't the be all end all. And so I decided to quit and, and go for the short. So that, that's one aspect of it. And then the other aspect would be also being like independent artists and not relying on a company making, I don't know, making something. I, I, we, it's, a, it's a very interesting opportunity right now that, you know, with Netflix, Amazon, and, right, right. Uh, this op and YouTube, a lot of opportunity to create content yeah. and, and, you know, everyone has to make money and hopefully make money. And, um, and that was another aspect. Like I'm young, and sooner or later we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna, we're gonna get kids and all that stuff. And uh, and even probably even if I had kids, I'd take the risk. But the risk is a little bit easier without no question, more, yeah, <laughs> more responsibility. So so now is your uh, do you have a, a a team that you're working with, or is it yourself and your wife, or how's that working for you? 
Lisa's still at Blue Sky, uh, and she's the breadwinner right now. <laughs> but, uh, you are too. You're, you're, you're one of our instructors here, so we're looking forward to filling up your class where people can learn from Please. you. <laughs> um, the, um, but yeah, I have, I have oh, right now I have like a project manager and an editor I'm working with, but I'm going to build a, probably going to build a team. I'm, I'm still in this uh the pre-production kind of phase gotcha. of building an animatic and then um uh, I, I don't like crowd crowdfunding stuff and um just because i have i don't want to be that guy who crowd crowdfunds and bugs people because <laughs> i've seen people do this and then and then you, you you fund it nothing happens with it so um hopefully so you know there's other avenues i'm thinking because this short deals with mental illness in, in, in a certain way. And um, maybe I'm thinking about getting some awareness uh, or maybe talking to even hospitals and, and seeing if there was any, uh, if they want to have some involvement or anything like that. Gotcha. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, the goal, um, I'll, I'll probably most definitely going to need a, a team of like animators, I, I you know I'm not good at rigging and modeling. I'm gonna have to get people with that. I have a lot of friends that will volunteer. Um, unsure if I'm gonna it's gonna be paid all that stuff, but uh, the the yeah the mingle thing, get it out to festivals and um, see what happens. Cool, very cool. Yeah. That's exciting. And, and like yeah. you said, you know, there's a neat aspect of being able to to animate, you know? And so whether you're at a studio that's providing that, uh, that ability or like you're talking about right there, where you're able to go out and use the skills that you've learned at the studios to produce what you want to be able to produce. And particularly something like that, like you mentioned, that's kind of, uh, uh near and dear to your heart. I think it's a really yeah. cool opportunity. And also for you to be, to fulfill a lot of that roles that you've, like you've mentioned here that you've had for a long time in regards to uh, film, um, so yeah, just really neat to see a lot of that kind of come together uh, for this year. So I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, any ETA or is it still kind of a ways off to be able to announce something like that? Uh, it's a little ways off. I have, my, I mean, my schedule is, it should be done by September, um, but we'll see. And then, gotcha. Um, but yeah, hopefully it'll, it'll be out there by 2019 at least. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Now, uh, we'll pivot here for the last kind of segment. Um, you're going to be coming on here as an instructor, and we're very excited to be able to have someone of your talent to be able to do this. This is really cool, it's particularly now having talked with you in this, this interview. Uh, I'm excited, too. Very cool. And then what are you going to be teaching this coming workshop? Uh, the pantomime class and um, full body acting. Awesome. Yeah. Now, one of the things that was I thought was kind of cool too was looking at your bio where you mentioned that, and as we talked here, that you had taught in Malaysia. Uh, yeah. And so that's really kind of cool that you're able to kind of continue a lot of that teaching. You obviously have some of that experience. What is it yeah. about teaching that you really enjoy? Oh, uh, I like, uh, it's always refreshing to talk with, you know, uh, excited animators, you know, that, that, uh, this has, you know, it's maybe it's selfish. I like to, it's fuel for me. I like to get that energy. From, there is so that. I like the energy. I, I love, I love being around the energy of, of new animators. And obviously I love talking about animation. I, I have a lot to say about it. And besides any of, <laughs> any kind of like work thing, but the, the art form of it and things that mean you can grab that's within your life and you can project it into a piece of animation that's that's for you and, and not anyone else and then obviously hitting the notes you need to do but there's always that thing you can latch on to any piece of animation that you do for someone that can be you can say that's that's a bit of me in there so yeah i, I like that very cool very cool well, we appreciate you coming aboard here. We're looking forward to seeing what, you know, how you help out these students, but also just appreciate for you for the, on this podcast. It's been a lot of fun for sure. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and maybe one of these times we'll have to have you, uh, you, maybe you and your wife on. That'd be fun too. I've never done yeah, uh, no, that. Yeah, no, that would be awesome. Kind of a combo like that. That'd be really cool. Love it. 
We can <laughs> talk more about uh, Blue Sky and stuff because uh, she's she's doing an awesome job. She's working on uh, Nimona, which is going to be a, a, such a cool project. I, it's going to be so unique compared to any other studio out there. I think. Very cool. How it is. Awesome. All right. Yeah, we'll have to get her in on something. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Jason. We look forward to seeing you here at iAnimate and uh, teaching with our, our students here. Thanks, Larry.